Welcome to Well That Was Weird, the podcast, where two metalheads answer the internet's weirdest questions, share stories, and give their opinions on things no one cares about. My name is Isaiah, and I believe that 2014 Donatella Versace looks like Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> and I'm Chance, and I'd like your help in apprehending the Appalachian ass crack bandit. Oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> You're the Appalachian ass crack bandit. <laughs> they calls me a ghost in these parts. <laughs> Ooh, I'm a spooky ghost. <laughs> Fruits don't talk. Fruits just listen. What the fuck? Did you get that picture I sent you? <laughs> yes. It happened it happened right when you said, Ooh, that's me, and also, yes, I got the picture of Donatella Versace. <laughs> Isn't she the most horrifying thing you've ever laid your eyes on? <laughs> yeah. Way too much plastic surgery. That's even worse than Renee Zellweger. I haven't seen Renee Zellweger in a while. Did but... you see what the fuck she did to her face? No. Well, do you Does remember how she used to look, like right? A, uh, yeah. Yeah, she was like a normal pouty face. Well, you know, she was like, the... yeah, yeah, she was like squinty. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, if you look at her now... Doesn't even look like the same person. Complete uh, fucking weirdo. I gotta Google. Um, so I will give it to her. Donatella Versace had more plastic surgery, and somehow they managed to reverse whatever like mid fish transformation that she had going on a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. And she looks a lot better now. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Renee. Why you got a hard name like yeah. that? Yeah. Um, um. Yeah, her plastic surgery for Renee Zellweger is ridiculous. I mean, she does not even look the same. She's got like a, she's got that like Stallone like lazy lip. Yeah. What is? Yeah, it's so weird. Either way, um, she, yeah, so, she does not look the same. Yeah, she didn't even look like the same person. Um. So yeah, this this week uh, we as has definitely been kind of and you know pretty normal week for me. I'm still making my own bread. I made some yesterday. Uh oh, yeah, over here. Yeah, yeah, making bread and and all that, and making ice cream and um. So uh, also one of the other things is that um, Stephanie has kind of really kicked off one of her you know, ambitions for, for the longest time to, to kind of have like a making business where she makes art basically oh, yeah. competitive um, knitting is what my first guess would have been, but, uh, well, it's actually polymer clay earrings, mm. but she okay. makes these like really cool intricate earrings and, you know, she has like a, like an Etsy shop and, and sales are going really well. But because of this, we, we also have to ship out stuff with USPS all the time. Yeah. Um, and, uh, we were actually sending out a couple pairs outside of Etsy to for people to review and post about, basically. Okay. It's kind of like you... It's like those people who are like influencers on Instagram, influencers. Yeah, yeah. You send them shit, and then they're just like, oh, yeah, this is the greatest, and then they kind of help your business out. Yeah. And you send them free product. Things so that it's kind we of wish a similar people deal. would do with us, but they don't. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> so uh, I had to get a couple packages ready uh, to ship, uh, for, for a couple of those types of people. 
And normally all of your shipping is done through Etsy itself because they get a discount with USPS and all that. But if you're just shipping stuff out of your shop that hasn't been bought and paid for, like you're just giving product away, you can't do it through Etsy. So I actually had to go through USPS and I went to go do the postage price calculator on USPS uh-huh. and it asks you what zip code are you mailing from, what zip code are you mailing to. But then there's a section right underneath it that says, what are you mailing? And they have, you know, rules about things that you can mail. You know, you can't mail like liquids and things like that. Drugs, bombs, obvious things. Yes. But right here, this section that says, what are you mailing? There is four things in this section and four things only. It doesn't ask you, are you mailing liquids? Are you mailing explosives? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It says, what are you mailing? And there's four boxes you can check. Number one, cremated remains. Okay. And then they have a link. Learn about mailing cremated remains. Two, live animals other than day-old poultry. Wait. What? (laughs) (laughs) That's oddly specific. And then the next option is day-old poultry. And then the last option is hazardous materials. But... Apparently, you can mail live animals and you can mail day-old poultry. <laughs> I mean, I'm the animals I can kind of get. I the guess remains, the remains I get. I've had that done. Yeah, but the day-old poultry, like, see now here like, under day-old poultry, it says the following live day-old animals. So you can mail alive recently hatched poultry okay that's what i was confused about like is it a day old egg or yeah are we concerned about like bird flu is that what this is i i think so um you can mail when properly packaged of course chickens ducks emus geese guinea birds partridges and pheasants quail and turkeys it sounds like they just don't give a shit other than those three things they're like hey mail whatever but let us know if it's a dead person a day old you know day old poultry or (laughs) a live animal and then they have questions down here it just says is the poultry live and is it at least a day old yes then you can mail it (laughs) was a diagram 24 hours ago or less no (laughs) (laughs) non-mailable Yeah, there's like was a... the poultry presented for mailing an original unopened hatchery box? <laughs> no, do not accept. <laughs> it's like a whiteboard, like oh, just a bunch of arrows going in different directions. It's like follow this. It's so weird. And yes, you can mail adult birds, disease-free adult birds. Oh, only if they're disease-free. You think they ask you like if someone was like. I need to figure out how to mail this so they call the number. And then that's one of the questions. They're like, okay, and you're uh, mailing uh, an ostrich. Okay, got it. Now, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mr. Shirley, is this a disease-free ostrich? Uh, yes. Oh, yes. good. Just had to ask, you know. <laughs> um, now, I'm, I'm just going through this entire document here that has to do with mail mailable live animals. You can mail bees. <laughs> it's like that episode of Always Sunny where he puts that box of wasps on that guy's porch. 
Doesn't he? Doesn't he? Uh, he write like not wasps on it or something? Yeah. It's like shake vig- vigorously. Yeah, you can mail uh. live bees. You can mail live scorpions. Is there a safe way to mail those things, or they just assume you're going to stuff them in a cardboard box? <laughs> it says must be properly packaged as follows: <laughs> packed in a double container si- system. When um, I okay, maybe I don't. I'm not googling the correct thing, but I just put <laughs> B mailing box, and it's just like here's a white literature mailer. Like, it's just a bunch of, like, basic-ass boxes. <laughs> um, yeah, this stuff is amazing. And it just says, in the in the double box system for mailing scorpions, the inner box has to be marked live scorpions. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely scorpions. And the address side has to be clearly marked live scorpions. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So You can mail alligators. Okay, we're just getting weird now. Uh, baby alligators, baby caimans, chameleons, frogs, lizards, newts, reptiles, salamanders, and tadpoles. Well, I found the the other boxes that people are putting together, and they have like mesh sides so the bees can breathe, but they can also get you with their stingers, so you got to watch your hands. Interesting. You can also mail dead animals or parts of animals. Like taxidermy or? No, um... They're only mailing only when they're lawfully killed or taken. Uh, you can only mail them. Um, but yes, you can... No, no not, ta- not taxidermy. Dead animals. They need to be refrigerated or they must be dried like taxidermied. So either refrigerated or dried. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess that kind of makes sense too. Like, not everywhere has a taxidermy professional, I'm sure. So, But this is this is what caught my eye is, is I started... I started Googling, well, what what all can you mail? And I did find out that um, in the early 1900s, the post office, uh, basically, they said, okay, they, they, they removed their limit for their weight limit on certain packages um, for what you could mail. And uh, that opened the door to a lot of things. And in true American fashion, people just started mailing weird shit just to t- test the limits of it. And um, you could actually mail children in the early 1900s. Oh, you know they were wilding back then. Like, they were mailing children that had, like, influenza and shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that you could mail children. And, in fact, I was like, <laughs> my wife was the one that brought it up. She was like, well, didn't, didn't they, weren't they able to mail children at some point? And I was like, what? I mean. And I was the- like, I have to Google this. And then I realized I'm probably going to be on a fucking FBI list after Googling, <laughs> how do I mail children? <laughs> Wait, so what's the difference in mailing children and then sending them somewhere like by train? Like, because you know, if you mail children, the, the, like a male person has to be with them the entire way. That's how it, that's how they would do it. It's like the male oh, person would transport so they, them to the other city and stay with them the entire time. They didn't stuff them in like a storage cart on a train, like an old hobo they, they, <laughs> <laughs> with like a pinned no. letter to their lapel. <laughs> Please feed upon arrival, you know? Oh my I God. I think we've yeah. talked about this before, but apparently you can mail a potato to someone there's a service for that interesting yeah (laughs) 
I, there's a, a six bizarre items that have been mailed to the U.S. Postal Service. Can you just uh, put a stamp on the potato? Yeah, it's basically all it is. There's like a service where you pay them and they mail a potato to friends. Um, awesome. Oh, in August 7th, 19, or 1895, uh, Miss Daisy James from the New York Post Office noted that dead birds and other small animals were sent to taxidermists throughout the country, which we just yeah. talked about. Uh, but she also handled uh, various strains of smallpox, diphtheria, and scarlet fever that were shipped by physicians Jesus Christ. to the National Health Board. Wow. Um, so. Well, that sounds awful. Uh, well, no. One of the things I kind of wanted to do to get this show started um, properly is something we, we really haven't done before, and it's a would-you-rather scenario. Okay. Um. Now, neither option is great, but we're going to go with it. <laughs> um, would you rather have dicks for fingers or testicle toes? That's... I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> I sent you a picture to go with it, just so that oh. way you can have some, you know, some visual reference. That um, is the most horrifying thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Why do they look like that? <laughs> Those are uncircumcised dicks. It, <laughs> it's just that's horrifying. That looks like something out of the thing. Like <laughs> when he's like assimilating into someone. Uh, definitely testicle toes because you just get definitely. big shoes. You get big shoes and you pad them bubbies up, and then no one ever sees them. You know? Can you imagine though stubbing your testicle, your testa toes on a so, coffee table? So here's the thing: Are they in addition to your normal testicles? Like, do yes. you have a functioning wiener and balls, <laughs> and then you just happen to have balls for toes that yes. serve no purpose other than being, you know, nut toes? Because um, then it's like, do they still hurt like your normal ones, or have they evolved at that point <laughs> where they're like callous, <laughs> gross? Uh, I would definitely take testicle toes because you can't function with dick hands. Like, how would you do? Yeah, anything? I guess you're right. You're like the elephant man with wiener fingers. Like, <laughs> also episode title: <laughs> Wiener Fingers. <laughs> That'll never pass. But still, that's a t-shirt. Sure. Wiener fingers. <laughs> Can we do Edward Penis Hands? No, that's copyrighted because that was already well, an adult film. Well, can we just do like Wiener Finger and that could be like a character? Oh, absolutely. Morning, Winger Finger. And he just like, they're like, did you stir my coffee with your Wiener Finger again? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't ask for cream, Steve. <laughs> wiener Fingers. I love uh, it. It's like salad I, fingers, I, but Wiener Fingers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wiener fingers. I I I had to write it down. Um, wiener fingers. Jesus. So, uh, yeah, wiener fingers. Um, so to kind of get this get this show rolling here, um, yeah, I know we just keep finding worse and worse shit for 2020. Um, I think what we've had locust plagues already. We've had yeah. the fires and the locust plagues. <laughs> lightning strikes, locust plagues. The lightning strikes, yeah. Uh, murder hornets. 
Yeah, yeah, murder hornets. That's right. We've already had an, another bug too, murder hornets. Um, <clears throat> apparently, in uh, in the UK, there is now a giant swarm, like plague-sized swarm of flying ants. And the swarm Wait. is so big that it's being that it shows up on like on Doppler radar as a rain cloud. Wait, hold on, where is this? Uh, the UK. And they're flying ants. Like... I didn't know that was a thing. Yes, yeah, they're uh, flying ants. Aren't they just another? I mean, at that point, are they just hornets? No. <laughs> 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 They're just ants um, with wings. Like that's that's horrible. Yes, yeah, they're they're ants with wings. Um. So, uh, yeah. Um, f- it's they flew over the UK. Um, Flying apparently. Ants. But oh. they're the it's so big that they were seen on Doppler radar. That's that's terrifying. And they originally thought that somebody was either messing with the radar or that there was a big storm coming. And then when they looked into it further, it's it was actually a giant horde of flying ants. They're like, send one of those weather trucks into the middle of this thing and see what's up. <laughs> it just comes out with just tires and a skeleton, like a cartoon. Um, apparently, people in the UK, this came from the metro.co.uk, um, you know, it says swarms of flying ants is so big it shows up on a weather map. And... Down at the bottom, there's people that can comment on it, and then they just said, "Yeah, went out for groceries yesterday and came home came home with with hair and a hoodie full of ants." That's awful. I don't know oh, if that's. God. It just made me like. <laughs> I don't know what's more more awful that or the the grasshopper locust plague we had here. Uh, I definitely I'm gonna say ants because ants can get yeah. in easy. Yeah, ants can get in easy and they bite. The grasshoppers mm-hmm. don't really, they just, they're annoying. Yeah, flying ants. Dude, this, I mean, this is the year of the plague. Like, this is some biblical proportion shit. Like, well, yeah, there's supposed to be 10 plagues. This is plague number what? We've had locusts. We've had fires. We've had locusts. We've had wasps. I mean, hornets, we have, I guess. I mean, like, corona, ants. I'm assuming, is one corona. of them. So we're in five? Five out of the ten. We got five left. Wait, is it was there in the Bible did it mention like did it all happen in succession? Um let's like, look. Wh- ten biblical it, plagues. Was it like, <laughs> hey, within a year, like there's gonna be ten plagues or because if so, that sucks. <laughs> like once you spread this um, stuff out, Lord. Okay, the plagues are uh water turning to blood, so we haven't seen that yet. Uh, oil spills does that count? Mm, maybe. I mean, there was there's that weird blood red river in like Egypt that's been doing that shit for years though. So maybe. Yeah. Not. Okay. So there's the uh, pestilence, of course, which that's that's Corona. Okay. Um. There's locusts. We can check that one off. Uh. There's darkness. We can't check that one off yet. Uh. There's <laughs> flies. Lice and frogs. Um, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, and then, of course, there's hail. And then, uh, of course, water turning to blood. And then the last is uh, all the firstborn children dying. Hmm. Those are the plagues of Egypt. 
Uh, so, yeah. Apparently, there's nine, with the last one being the firstborn children dying. Yeah. Did it? Does Google say? Because I'm not. What? Let's see. <clears throat> that, that was just for Egypt, right? Apparently, yeah. Just seeing, like, how long between the Egypt plagues? What was the time frame from first to last? Oh, um, uh, one day to go. Oh, it is estimated between three to seven weeks for all ten plagues. My God, God. that would have been horrible. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, they're like, geez, man, it was raining frogs yesterday. At least that's over. (laughs) (laughs) Oh wait, this is. Several days for the lice plague to have, quote, the desired effect. <laughs> like, oh. Okay. Well, um, I actually just found a, a news article here from the Washington Times and actually says, is COVID bringing the Bible's 10 great plagues? Number one, water to blood, check. And apparently there's a, a lake somewhere in Turkey that the few remaining puddles have turned blood red due to algae. So now they're calling it the Blood River in in Russia as well. So also a lake in in Mexico turned red, blood red. Uh, Hmm. Frogs check, apparently. Um, There's an English town of Chesterfield. Frogs took over the town, and they were coming up through sinks and drains and even hanging out in toilet bowls. Uh, lice and gnats check apparently a lice infestation hit washington state university in seattle this year jeez and also a lice infestation in quincy massachusetts and gnats and flies an outbreak of biting gnats and black flies in baton rouge (laughs) um wild beasts check uh and the the rabbis have interpreted the Bible to mean that the hornets or mosquitoes can be considered, uh, you know, one part of that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then, of course the pestilence, uh, boils. We haven't seen boils yet. Uh, the hail, we had the giant hailstorms this year. We got the locusts and, uh, yeah. So it um, sounds like we're just waiting on boils and dead children. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, boils and dead children. Pretty cool. Much. I mean, the two worst ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we have to look forward to. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that took a dark turn. It did. So, uh, <laughs> well, so. Let's, let's talk about some uh, slightly better news, I guess. Uh, now that we have, you know, this year we've been graced with the presence of the Tiger King. Uh, looks like Poland has their own Puma prints. (laughs) What? A war vet and his cat, uh, his pet Puma, lead police on a manhunt through the Polish woods. Uh, Yeah, this is from uh, this is from Global News. I've seen it on a few different websites. Uh, but Josh Elliott wrote this, and dubbing this guy the Puma Prince. Um, after a war veteran, uh, who is, some people say he's a well-meaning, uh. Uh, zoo and uh, I mean he's like a, an a- animal activist and things uh, an ex-soldier and his pet Puma struck out together into the forest of Poland last weekend triggering a massive days long manhunt that ended with the man Jeez. surrendering his feline friend to a new life at a local zoo 
Camille, uh, Camille Stanick, I'm, I'm saying yeah. right, was fleeing a court order to turn over his puma, uh, Nubia, to a zoo in the Polish city of Poznan. Uh, he had oh. been fined already twice for keeping the illegal cat, which critics said was being kept in a substandard condition. So that's why they wanted it, as they said, you know, ah. the puma, you can't like keep it in captivity. Uh, <laughs> but zoo employees alleged that when they went to uh, obtain the cat from him, he pulled a knife on them and threatened them <laughs> and then took off into the woods uh, with the puma. Uh, the police have known said the police should have known the time and simply failed to arrive. Uh, so I guess the cops weren't there when the zoo employees tried to get the cat. Oh my God. Uh, he posted a picture on Facebook uh, showing a standoff spiraling out of control with lots of shouting and confusion. Uh, he waved a knife, put it around his neck, threatened to kill himself, and then he wouldn't give up the puma. Uh, he also tried to terrorize a random driver with a knife. Then he ran off with the puma into the woods. <laughs> Stanek can be seen bringing the puma out of its cage in the middle of the chaos. The edited video shows Stanek climbing into a car with the cat, then getting out of it and jogging off into the woods with his pet on a leash. Oh my God, there's video. Uh, <laughs> they scoured the area uh, all weekend. <laughs> Uh, it said it's not a cuddly toy. It's one of the most dangerous animals in the world, and it could be a real threat to people's lives. Um, the, apparently, the mayor of the nearby town was actually more sympathetic to him. <laughs> he said love for the animal and a heartless court decision forced him to flee. Uh, so I, I guess at the end of this weekend-long manhunt, he turned himself in and handed over the cat on Sunday. So... Um, they call it, they're calling it a happy ending, but he has apologized to the zoo officials and saying that he was under the influence of emotions. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he bought this Puma six years ago and then used her as a centerpiece for project Puma, a self-styled zoo for educating people about exotic animals. Um, and there's like oh, pictures of him okay. like cuddling with this cat and like it's like rubbing up on him. It, I mean, it looks like he had a very personal relationship with this thing, but it's a puma. <laughs> like, yeah. I think interesting. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think you ought to be hanging around with pumas. No, uh, those things are super dangerous. Um, yeah. Did you see that there is a wild cat roaming the streets of our city currently? What? Uh, yeah, our yesterday, city? yesterday in Summerlin, there was a a mountain lion was spotted at like an elementary school. <laughs> Holy God! Yeah, it was just chilling on the fence, and it's massive. Someone uh, took a picture of it and then like sent it to the cops, I guess. And they're they're I think they're still looking for it. Uh, Holy shit. But someone else I saw on Facebook got a like a video of it. They were driving. They were like, oh, my God, is that a mountain lion? <laughs> it was just running on the sidewalk. But, God damn. Okay. I mean, I mean, it looked like an adult mountain lion. Like, it was pretty big. Um, wow. Yeah. Okay. So, in some other crazy news that I got, I'm going to hit you with this one. There has since been an update and charges are being made for this. Uh, when I originally saw this, there no one had been charged yet. Okay. Uh, so a personal assistant 
has now been charged in dismembering a tech CEO. <laughs> what? Yeah. So dismembering. Uh, yeah. This okay. is from uh, this is from AP News um, in New York. A personal assistant had been uh, arrested on Friday in the death and dismemberment of a 33-year-old tech entrepreneur who was believed to have owed his boss a significant amount of money. Uh, Tyrese Haspel faces a murder charge in the death of Fahim Saleh, uh, whose beheaded, armless body was found Tuesday by his cousin who had gone to his luxury Manhattan condo to check on him. Beheaded, armless? Yep, so... And from my understanding, he lived in one of those like super nice condos that had like the elevator that goes straight to it, you know, like the personal oh, elevator or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't trust those things. Like that's super sketchy. Yeah. Um, so Haspil, who is only 21, handled finances and personal matters for Soleil, whose ventures included ride hailing services in Africa. Uh, Haspil, who grew up on Long Island, he lives in Brooklyn, was taken into custody Friday morning in the lobby of another luxury apartment building several blocks from where the, uh, Soleil was killed. Um, there's no information on his arraignment, and the lawyer could speak on his behalf was not immediately available. Uh, they got So 911 got a call from this guy's cousin who discovered yeah. his body, cl- his clothed torso... Uh, bags containing his head and arms and an electric saw in the living room of his luxury seventh floor apartment. Good God. Dude, that is nuts. Like, I don't don't even understand like how you thought you would even get away with this, but um, investigators recovered a security video showing Soleil exiting an elevator that leads directly into the full floor two bedroom apartment. Yeah closely followed by a masked person dressed entirely in black. Um, the video showed a struggle between the two that ensued at the entrance to the apartment who yeah. uh, official who wasn't authorized to discuss the investigation. Harrison said investigators determined that Haspil assaulted Soleil in the elevator with a stun gun a day before <laughs> his body was found. So I guess Holy he hell. Jesus Christ. So he attacked him the day before, and then the next day was like, nope, I'm going to fucking murder you, apparently. Um, he would not say, the police wouldn't say uh, when they believe he was killed, nor would they discuss other details about the case. They believe that the cousin who went to check on him may have interrupted the attack and that the assailant fled out of a back exit. Uh, Good God. The medical examiner ruled the death a homicide after an autopsy found the cause of death was multiple stab wounds. Oh my god! So he so stabbed he's... him to <laughs> stabbed him to death, and then used an electrical saw to like dismember him. Holy hell! An electrical saw. Yeah. Do you think it's like yeah, a turkey dude... saw? <laughs> like a turkey <laughs> carver. <laughs> he's like, I gotta bring you closer to the wall. The cord's not long enough. <laughs> I love it. Um dude, that sucks, yeah. man. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Um good god. Well, um yeah. <laughs> that, Holy hell. that was a heavy one. <laughs> yeah, it was. I don't even I don't even know what to say after that. Like I don't even know where to go with that, you know? <laughs> I mean, it, it it sucks. That's that's insane. Like what has to go through your head when you, one, like, 
stabbing someone to death and i think we've talked about this before is like one of the most like personal forms yeah. of murder because anyone can shoot like anyone can shoot a gun you don't have to yeah it's like you pull the trigger bang you know it's over with or whatever per sure. like stabbing someone is a physical like you have a legitimate hatred for that person like oh yeah that and like strangling someone to death you know like and not only to stab them to death and then let alone like oh he stabs him and then he runs no he hangs out and then uses a saw to cut his body into pieces god damn that's that's just that's so insane yeah like i i would hope that that guy gets a death penalty but he'll probably sit in prison for 20 years yeah 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 most likely um wow holy hell um so well that's interesting um so okay you you had another you had another couple stories that you were telling telling me about earlier um what you mentioned a bank robber yeah i think yeah so this is uh this is from New York Times uh and this is a, a really interesting one. So okay. As I'm sure a lot of people have heard with COVID going around a lot of like the prisons are like you have so many people locked up with each other they're going to get infected oh, yeah, with yeah, COVID. Yeah. Uh it. so a an infamous uh criminal uh, that contracted COVID-19 was released and uh died from it after he was released but his interest like his story (laughs) is insane um his name is alan hurwitz he was a teacher and an activist who turned into uh turned to a bank robber uh and he died at age 79 um okay so once a detroit educator committed to social justice uh he committed uh well he developed a crack addiction (laughs) And <laughs> and robbed eighteen banks in three months, earning him the name the Zombie Bandit. <laughs> what the fuck, guy? Like, <laughs> like, can you imagine being like, I'm gonna be an inner city teacher. I'm gonna be an activist and fight for the rights of children. Oh no, crack! <laughs> I'm gonna do crack instead. <laughs> I'm gonna do crack and then rob banks. Uh, <laughs> so. Alan Hurwitz was an educator in Detroit um, who was, he was huge on social justice. Uh, But in 1992, uh, he became known as the zombie bandit. Uh, Over nine (laughs) weeks, Mr. Hurwitz robbed 18 banks in Michigan, Indiana, Illinois, and Ohio. And his blank expression when he demanded cash from tellers led the FBI to give him this nickname. Uh, (laughs) Apparently after America's most wanted (laughs) aired video of him, (laughs) <laughs> tips led the fbi to arrest him in fowlerville michigan he pl- uh, pleaded guilty to 13 of the robberies and spent 12 years in prison <laughs> so God get this damn. he spent 12 years in prison he wasn't yeah. finished in 2008 he pulled another string of armed robberies <laughs> as soon as he got out of prison he went back to robbing uh, in Medford, Oregon, and then another three in Northern California. While he was in, uh, 
or uh, Orleans, California with his daughter. He was captured in Wyoming and then sentenced okay. to 17 and a half years in prison. So got out of prison once, went back to robbing banks again, and then got captured again, went back to prison. Uh, and then on May 20th, he was granted a compassionate release from federal correction uh, correctional complex in Butner, North Carolina. Why? I think because he, uh, oh, well, COVID-19 apparently was spreading rapidly in their prison. Oh, so they were okay, like, okay. oh, hey, instead of, uh, you know, containing it, let's just let all these guys out. Just let, let um, them out. Yeah. So uh, it was spreading in the prison. They let him out. And then eight prisoners had died of the disease by the time he was freed. Uh, his daughter said that he was he had not been tested for COVID-19 while he was in prison. Or, yeah, um, he flew from North Carolina to Chicago. He became ill after a second flight to Denver. And then he was okay. taken to a hospital and died on June 6th of COVID-19. <laughs> Holy hell. Yeah. Well, apparently he flunked out of Wayne State University. Uh, so then he went oh. to the Marines. <laughs> oh, okay yeah well that guy needs to kind of calm down a little bit well he's dead so well he's dead now you're, <laughs> you're right he's dead now but oh my god seriously he, apparently he was a member of a state task force on school violence and education director of a civic group called new detroit new, new detroit yeah i think they talked about that in robocop <laughs> 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 And then he got addicted to crack. <laughs> oh, what? Uh, every time I think about RoboCop, I always think about that stupid thing about the guy who got his dick shot off by RoboCop. I still, I want that shirt so bad. The one yeah. that says, like, what was it? Remember that time RoboCop shot that dude in the dick? That's all it says. Uh, this says that uh, uh, Alan Hurwitz felt no guilt about the money he stole because, quote, he hated bankers and they were federally insured, <laughs> but was sorry for any trauma that he caused the tellers. Oh, okay. So. Well, at least he's sorry. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. Um... <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, at least he's sorry, I guess. Whatever. Yeah. All right. So I have. I want I want to move on to our upper statesman okay. segment here. Yeah. Um, I have two separate stories. Now they're they're from a, a they're from a few years ago, but just because they were they're both located in Florida, and they are both similar stories. Now we've talked before about a dude. What what was the dude? The story you had a while back about a guy he was injecting people with semen. Yeah, there was that guy. Uh, I don't remember what state it was, but he like stuck that lady with a needle that was filled with semen. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, these are kind of similar. There's two separate stories here about a dude who dumped a cup full of semen on a woman at a Panera. Now, what are you doing Florida. with a cup full of semen? Like, was he just like waiting? He's like carrying this for days and was like, I'm going to get somebody with it. I don't know. And then there's another story about a dude who was accused of flinging semen at women in a supermarket. Wait, he was just flinging it? Yeah. Um. 
So basically what happened, it's, there was, okay, in the, the, the one where he's flaming, flinging it at a supermarket, I'm going to assume it's a Walmart. Yes. Okay. Uh, this dude, uh, he was 20 years old. His name's Taylor Davis. Apparently what he was doing is he was listening to audio pornography through his headphones and touching himself through a hole in his hoodie. In a Panera bread? No, no, this one's in Walmart. We'll get to the Panera oh. bread in a minute. <laughs> I was like, yeah, free Wi-Fi. So apparently the dude like... had like a, a longer hoodie, and you know he had the hoodie pocket? Apparently he had a hole cut on the inside part so that way he could have his dick out in the pocket. And <laughs> apparently after he finished, he then flung the semen off of his hand and it hit an unsuspecting fem- female customer on the back. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> It's like he had a boogie on his hand, you know, and then he's just like, <laughs> yeah. he just did that like hand flap, like, you know, and it was like, whoopsh. Um, apparently gross. he stated that he has an addiction to porn and that he's masturbated in several public places, including his high school, his place of employment, public restroom stalls, and even a classroom I sat in almost every day. And Okay, just to clarify, we're only reading about this because he was arrested, right? <laughs> Um, yeah, um, he was arrested in the car park by arriving officers. He said that he had spotted the woman shopping and started following her around Walmart. Why why would you admit to that? I don't know. Why not just be like, I'm weird and I did what I did. Like, you just made it worse on yourself. Also, can people with (laughs) porn addictions not masturbate in public? Like... (laughs) I don't know, man. Do it before you go out. (laughs) (laughs) There's a pandemic going on. Think a little. You can be addicted to porn. Just do that in your own house. Yeah. It's, I feel like it's uh, addiction to porn. I feel like is one of those things that like, no one would hear it and be like, that's outrageous. You know, like it's kind of like, okay, like you like porn or whatever. Don't beat off in public. Like that's yeah. that's what makes it bad. <laughs> it's like okay, it's pretty harmless to everybody else until you start. Yeah, until you start spanking so, the monkey in public. Yeah. So you you know you start slinging the white all over the place, and then like, what are you gonna slinging. do? <laughs> like, you just took a, an addiction that's only personal to you. Like you're not doing drugs. You're not like. You're not a serial killer. <laughs> like, it's your body. You know, whatever. You like porn. And then you make it everyone's business. <laughs> Sorry, I was actually kind of laughing at your accent a little bit when you said slanging. Yeah, slanging, slanging the cream, dude. <laughs> That's probably one of the worst euphemisms <laughs> for beating off I've ever heard. You just salt bathed that random lady in a Walmart. Well, apparently the other story that comes I think the first one I didn't I didn't catch where it was. I think it was in Orlando. This one's in Tallahassee. Oh, and both of them are in Florida? Yeah, both of them are in Florida. You just cut Florida off. Can we put some like dynamite <laughs> across the state line and like just float them off into the ocean? Send it to fucking like Puerto Rico or something and like let them just like you know, it'll still be part of the U.S., but we'll just let them expand a little bit. You know, they deserve it. They've been through a lot. <laughs> um, apparently, um, there it, this guy dumped a cup of 
semen on a woman at a Panera Bread in Tallahassee. And apparently the cops didn't really have any trouble finding him because he left <laughs> his cell phone behind. Oh, good job. And the phone also apparently had incriminating evidence on video. <laughs> um, like he recorded himself dude, through it. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, apparently this dude, he's 28 years old. He's facing a charge of battery and committing an unnatural and lascivious act. Accurate. It's kind of stupid. Um, anyways, there's just a stupid way to put it. Um, <laughs> apparently, the woman told the Tallahassee police that she, herself and a friend, were at a Panera eating and doing homework when this dude walked in and started staring at her. And she told officers that she was so uncomfortable because the dude was just staring at her that they got up and moved to another table. But apparently after that, that pissed off the guy and he left, but came back a few minutes later with, with a, a plastic cup semen. <laughs> filled with this semen. Um, he went into the bathroom for a few minutes and then walked over to her table and said, here you go. And then the man poured, poured it on, on the woman's head. Oh, so he didn't like, Cause you can't. It's not. Let's be honest. It's not something you can splash. They don't no. have that consistency. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, she tried to get out of way of out of the way of him pouring it, and it went on her neck, shoulder, and arm. Uh, 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 and then he said, "Oh, I'm sorry for spilling my drink on you." And then he ran out of Panera. The oh woman realized God. the substance wasn't soda, and then she screamed. And uh, they saw him get into a black Honda Accord and drive off. It's but he left his cell phone there. It's always a Honda Accord. Yes, it's always a Honda Accord. And apparently the video on the phone showed the dude jacking off into the cup in the bathroom. Why would you re- why would you record yourself? I don't know. Apparently he was arrested three days later. Um, and he also has a history of indecent acts in public. Uh yeah. I mean that's expected. Like <laughs> um you think apparently you before this, he also pulled his dick out to some lady at a sports bar prior that year. Oh, same year. Uh, yeah. Got arrested um, for that. Yeah. So uh, why is he apparently, not in prison? <laughs> what? Why is he not in prison? Um, I don't know. Apparently he's schizophrenic, not taking his medication. They're like, hey, he pulled his wiener out to a stranger. Ah, let him go. What's the worst he can do? Throw some semen <laughs> on somebody? Like, do you think he, he was like, hey, he would have said like he would have walked by this like chick like this is really horrible, but it would have been funny if he was like acting like he's taking a drink and he's like, Ooh, that's not Pepsi and then he just threw, <laughs> threw it. <laughs> Diet um, Ooh. And then Apparently also the dude is is the subject of another investigation in which a dude in a black Honda Accord <laughs> followed a woman home on the Florida State University. Then he got out of the car, got dressed in an all gray like onesie and purple latex gloves and started to dance and roll around in the grass while touching himself. And then he drove away. Uh, that was a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. You're right. That is a lot. What the hell? It's kind of a lot to unpack there. That, that is not a good person. <laughs> that guy like. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, you think when he's had 
It's like, hey, he may be that guy that was rolling around in the grass, you know, diddling himself. Um, he was also the guy that showed his wiener in the sports bar. And they're like, yeah. did they have to question whether or not he poured semen on someone? I feel like at that point, it's like, oh, no, he definitely did that. <laughs> like, he'll and he'll do it again if you let him out. I bet his arrest was like super like dramatic though. They're like pulling him away. And he's like, no, no. And then he starts like, <laughs> screaming like a Batman villain. He's like, I'll do it again. <laughs> like <laughs> I think the best arrests, like if you if you watch, you know, live PD or cops or where is when the people start getting real belligerent and they like shit their pants or piss themselves or something oh, yeah. like that. There was uh we were watching the cops last night and uh there was a guy they uh they arrested him. They 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 wouldn't pull over, so the cop chased them. And then when they did, like three guys got out of the car and ran opposite directions. And they caught one. And the cop's like, "Why were you running?" He's like, "Cause you were behind me." What <laughs> 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 kind of excuse is that? Because you were you behind did me. Illegal. Like you couldn't say like I was scared. <laughs> like yeah. most people say. He's like, you were behind me. Like, okay, so you're obviously guilty of something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, you were telling me earlier you had a story of a dude from Kentucky. I do, yeah. Um, I don't uh, think we've done many Kentucky stories, really, have we? Uh, We've done a couple. I think a couple, we, yeah. We did one last week with the eye gouge. Was that in Kentucky? Yeah, I think so. Um, Kentucky's been coming up more, though, definitely. Um, I like it. This is a pretty quick one. There's not a whole lot to it, but a father and son arm wrestling match leads to an eight-hour standoff with the police. What the fuck happened there? That escalated quickly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, an arm wrestling contest between a father and son led to a shooting and an eight-hour police standoff Monday in Kentucky, according to the Boone County Sheriff's Office. Uh, God damn. Now, if you're familiar with the name Boone County, that's usually attributed with West Virginia, but nope, we're in Kentucky for this one. Uh, oh. Curtis Zimmerman was intoxicated when he challenged his okay. son to an arm wrestling competition. <laughs> I can only imagine how that started. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's like, bring me another beer, boy. And then he like chugs a fucking Budweiser and he's like, let's go. Then when the 55 year old <laughs> father lost to his juvenile son <laughs> multiple times, he became, oh, quote, agitated. And the two got into a physical fight, according to the sheriff's office. Okay. The father then grabbed a gun, fired two shots into the ceiling when his son was going upstairs. Oh, my God. Uh, deputies were dispatched around 1258 a.m. Monday to the home in Florence for reports of a, quote, of a subject with a weapon. Uh, okay. said in the release. Two family members in the home went outside. They were unarmed yeah. when deputies arrived, according to the sheriff's office. Authorities say that Zimmerman refused commands from the deputies to exit the home, which led to an eight-hour standoff. Members of the Boone County Sheriff's Office SWAT team and the Florence Police Department SWAT team assisted. Uh, hostage okay. negotiation team communicated with Zimmerman through the morning, and he surrendered without incident at around eight twenty-five a.m. At that point, you got to be sober, right? Like, <laughs> well, yeah, like eight hours later, unless he was just like, "Whatever, I'm going to die. I'm going to keep drinking." Yeah, he probably was. He was probably in there pounding, pounding brewskis. Uh, <laughs> Zimmerman will be evaluated at a local hospital before being transported to the Boone County Detention Center. He is charged with one count of, uh, and I hate this word, is it wanton? Wanton? Wanton. wanton. 
Wanton yeah. endangerment. Wanton. And, uh, will have a $5,000 cash bond. So he'll get okay. out if he can afford it, I guess. Well, God damn. So, and it, it was, it all just started from, from him getting his ass whooped in an arm wrestling match a la Roadhouse. Yeah, multiple times. What was that Stallone movie about arm wrestling? Uh,. Wow. What the fuck was it? Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Uh Stallone arm wrestling. Over the top. Yeah. <laughs> Over the top. Dude, we, we need to rewatch that. Like it's been so long. Oh, oh I forgot God. that they made an entire movie about arm wrestling. Weren't they they were truckers, if I remember correctly? Yeah, yeah. It says it's the tale in which a truck driver with a lucrative sideline in arm wrestling takes his estranged 12-year-old son on the road after the boy's mother falls seriously ill. <laughs> apparently, they're, they, they're heading to Vegas for the Arm Wrestling World Championship. Hell yeah. Um, I, uh, I, there's another poster oh, that says... It was Stump. released the same year I was born. Oh. There's, uh, there's one that says, Some fight for money, some fight for glory. He's fighting for his son's love. <laughs> Over the top. That's so stupid. Yeah, we need to watch that. We need to make it happen. Um, <laughs> so, okay. Now, I had, I came across a, a story on Reddit the other day. It was just a short TIFU. Um, Hold <laughs> Okay. I'm gonna send you this real quick. I just okay, I came up it. in the this came up in the Google. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, I'm not gonna paste. You bastard. Send it in Messenger then. Alright, hold on. Okay. Yeah, I gotta see this before we move on to the next section. Uh damn it, come on. Shit. Come on, come on, come on. Okay, link copied. Yes. Let's go. Paste. What do I get to see? I posted it in Zencaster. Oh, okay. Awesome. <laughs> what is happening I, I here? I don't know what that is. Aunt Kitty? Who is this? She's just like a big old lady arm wrestling somebody. The infamous Aunt Kitty. That might be a tale for another episode. Yeah, I think we might need to look into that. Um, speaking of weird white trash things... Um, this this TIFU is about truck nuts. <laughs> oh, okay. Those were big where I'm from. Yeah, everybody had them over there. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of the uh, I don't know what the fuck they were. Whenever I was in high school, it was just um, there was a lot of dudes that had these giant trucks with truck nuts on them, but yeah. they were the dudes who wore like what the what's what's the like? It was a really popular like cowboy brand that you could buy at like tractor supply for jeans but they were right. high end they were like high end western jeans so they were like 80 to no 90 dollars a pair jesus fucking stupid yeah they were all like you know like distressed but they yeah. were boot cut because they wore their fancy boots and shit and they had like <laughs> their fancy boots the boot cut jeans the big ass fucking belt buckle yeah and then like a tight shirt that was like Fox or something <laughs> dirt bike racing. Yeah, dude. Real tree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then they'd have a fucking like trucker hat on. Yeah. And then they'd have the like leather 
watch with like the big wide leather band. Uh, did they fucking Von Dutch trucker hat? Did the rednecks at your school have the uh, the big wallets? You know what I'm talking about? The big long wallets. Oh yeah, the yeah, pants. the big ass long wallets that were like <laughs> meant for like a checkbook or something. Yeah. And they weren't allowed to wear hats in school, so every morning as soon as they came in, they'd be like, "Morning," and they're like, "Take that hat off." <laughs> like, yeah, oh, come I'm on, like, man. why even wear it? I'm like, are you like you have a a fishing hook on your hat? Like that could be a weapon. Take that shit off. <laughs> That's right. They all had fucking fishing hooks on their hats. You're not Larry what about the cable guy. Fucking Calm weirdos. Down. Um. So this this story came from Reddit. Uh, it's by a user named Marissa Rides. Um, and it said, Today I fucked up by getting a co-worker a set of truck nuts. Um, said, I work at a small call center for a chain of locally owned businesses. In total, there's about a dozen of us. Um, all of us being women except for one guy in his 30s. We'll call him Dave. The, the pay kind of sucks, but it's nice having a job at the moment. And everyone gets along really well. Well... Our one male coworker is a very friendly guy that never really got out of that frat guy phase, yeah. but in the fun, good natured sense. So he never hesitates to show off his his strength in the rare times it's needed. He always seems happy to hear hearing someone asking him to change the five gallon water jugs at the water cooler just so he can show off a little for all the girls in the office. <laughs> so Dave was gone last week for the last week or so on medical leave not coronavirus related. I wasn't really aware that, of why he was gone. Honestly, I don't really pay that much attention to the personal lives of any of my coworkers, but we decided to have a welcome back party for him and got him a cake and some cheap gifts. So I had no idea what to get him. Really? All I know is that he's a cool bro, dude. That's their <laughs> quote. <laughs> cool bro, dude. Bro, dude. And, and he has a big lifted diesel truck that he's in love with. So I got him something goofy that I thought would make him laugh. A set of those stupid fake rubber balls that guys hang from under the tailgate of their trucks. Truck nuts. <laughs> uh, so we're all sitting around the break room for lunch the day he comes back eating cake and joking around and whatnot. Dave is opening presents. And he got a sweater, one of those fancy watches that almost looks like a Rolex, but obviously isn't that expensive. And some <laughs> other normal gifts. And then he gets to mine and he opens the polka dot bag and pulls out the still in the package oversized rubber testicles. <laughs> There was enough familiarity in the office that I didn't that I didn't think anyone would be bothered by them. It was obviously a joke gift. And then the room went dead quiet. Oh god. I look around and all the other women are looking at each other awkwardly. That that was the first sign that I made a mistake. The second sign was when Dave, without a word, got up and left the table. <laughs> so then one of the older women at the table turned to me and said you know he had to get his testicles removed because of cancer, right? <laughs> no. So, no, I did not know that, Becky. That would have been really useful information 60 seconds ago when I would have had time to jam that gift back in the bottom of the trash can and buy Dave a soda instead. Oh, my God. <laughs> Apparently, he came back after a few minutes. Um she stands up and you know tries to figure out how to explain that it was an honest, honest mistake and she's not making fun of him for getting his testicles removed. Um, but apparently he really loved the gift and ran outside to put it on his truck right away. <laughs> so, just took him a minute. <laughs> just took him a minute. Um, so yeah, it was just 
he just got back from having his balls removed and she bought oh, a pair no. of truck nuts. Oh, like it just happened. Yeah, he was uh, okay. just coming off of the, like that's why he was gone for a week is that's to get his tough. nuts chopped off because of cancer, because of oh. ball cancer. Damn. Yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> that's awful. What horrible timing. Yeah, that's horrible timing. Um, I want to leave you uh for this episode with with a, a fact. Okay. Um, this isn't necessarily you know, I think this is kind of known, but not not very well known. But here we go. Uh, when a male, when male honeybees mate, their penises explode and then they die. So during the queen's nuptial flight, she'll mate with about a dozen partners and leave a trail of dead, penisless corpses in her wake. That's metal. It's <laughs> fucking metal, right? Dude, what? <laughs> <laughs> it explodes yeah yeah like whenever they nut their penis just explodes you think that she like forces them to do it though <laughs> like in their head they're like it's for the queen but then like as soon as they start they're like wait i'm gonna die aren't i he's <laughs> like no no <laughs> it feels too um, good uh, and then he just like, blows up uh, I would have to say the phrase "blowing a load" has never been more accurate. Oh, got him! <laughs> Jeez, yeah, that's awful. Um, out of this person on Reddit said, "For me, it would be okay if my penis explodes after I got to sleep with the Queen of Great Britain." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah, so um yeah, that's a that's a real real thing. So, but I mean, I got to I got to wonder though, you know, like it says there's like a dozen or so males. You know after the first one, like the second guy is just he watches watches his friend fuck <laughs> the queen bee and then he his died. penis explodes and then he dies. And then the other guy, he's just like, "You son of a bitch, I'm in." <laughs> 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 no, she makes them wait in like the the little cell in the in the hive, so they can't they don't know what happened. They're like, "Yo, Steve, how was it, bro? Wait, where's he at? Where's he at? Where's my guy?" <laughs> Chad, you're up. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Wait, is that Steve's corpse? What the fuck? <laughs> no, is that his dick over there? <laughs> 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 it looks oddly like another bee's penis. Apparently, um, it's it depends on the the bee. But a, a beekeeper chimed in and said that that some of them the penises don't explode. The penis actually gets ripped off and stays in the queen as a plug. That's uh, insane, but believable, I guess, just because that's how their stingers work, right? Yep. Wait, do their stinger does it double as a penis? No. Oh. I'm not, I'm not about to start Googling bee penises because I've never seen one. I mean, <laughs> Google a lot worse shit. Like, let's be real. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to Google yeah. it either, but. <laughs> no, I'm not about to go there right now. Um, either way, uh, yeah, this has been weird. It's been fun. Yeah. Uh, we'll be taking a break next week. So, yes. Uh, no episode next week. I'll be recovering. Uh, but hopefully we'll we'll be back at it the week after. Yeah, yeah. I'll see if I can do something fun for next week. 
we'll oh, we'll figure something we need out. To, we need to finish the uh, the new the new intro. Oh song. yeah, that's right. So when you when you hear us again, we'll probably have a new intro song for you and all of that. So either way, have a good week. I'm out. This is weird. Bye. Bye.